Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Here's a question. How do you learn? What is your style of learning? And have you often had to sort of compromise yourself to learn because, well, the way those around you learn or the way you're being taught doesn't gel with the way you learn? We all have different ways of learning. Uh, Una Buckley, good morning to you. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good. I did a little quiz this morning. There's a little quiz, as you know, that you can get on educationplanner.org. And it says that I'm an auditory learner. Fascinating. Very good. And how do you feel about that? I was surprised. I was surprised. (laughs) I I, I wouldn't have had audit, even though I do like to... I do like to get stuck in and learning and I do like to repeat things and hear things over and over again. Okay. So that's kind of part of it. But let's talk a little bit about BlossomForLife.com. What's that? Perfect. Yeah. So, so thanks for having me. Um, I'm Una. I'm a dyslexic assessor and specialist. Now, I'm also dyslexic myself, which often forces me and others to find new ways of learning. Now, unfortunately, historically in the classroom or in a learning environment when we went to school, that often usually doesn't suit us. Mm. So I had a very challenging time in school and university. I remember spending, unfortunately, hours and hours doing homework and studying for exams and all the, the students now going through June is certainly was out there now soon. Just feeling anxious, I suppose, and underwhelmed constantly with my results so then I'd hopefully develop strategies to help me progress so one of the strategies that we look at today is, is just in the learning styles PJ and uh, maybe we'll talk to that and then I can give you a bit of background as, as to what we work on and, and what we specialize with mm-hmm. so so there's there's seven primarily different learning styles so you mentioned there that you know you have you have that side and then you could have a combination it's it's interesting you just have have one I suppose style that it's important to note that we all yeah. have maybe a combination of, of different styles so we visual learners that you know need graphs and pictures need you know more visual stimulus often involving colors then we have our listeners which you know need to maybe engage in information through lecturers or to podcasts or, mm. or through topics in that way we have verbal then which you know often they may need to speak out loud often actually students do this as you know they're walking around the house or they may need to kind of talk away to themselves which hopefully isn't a side of madness it's just more that they they need 
need to speak. Yeah. <laughs> then then we have the physical side. So students, you know, maybe need to, to use their hands quite a bit. So it could be quite artistic, you know, and um, architectures, um, carpenters, anybody in, in that space. Then we have logic learners, so often prefer maths and science mm. and, and engineering. That's what I was a bit we surprised so- about, Una. I thought, sorry to cut yeah. I, I because no the way I learn something new, if, if I'm given something new for, say, work yeah. or in a, it has to make sense to me before it'll go into the head. And I thought okay. that's what I would be, but I don't come up that way at all. Yeah, and it's interesting. A lot of people would think they're, they're very logic or we're very black and white. And, and it's interesting that we reprocess and understand information differently. So regardless of if you're dyslexic or you just have, you know, a different way of learning and you're, you're not kind of categorized in that box, we often need to, to adapt different strategies to, I suppose, you know, develop and, and, and absorb the information really. And it, it's, about, I, suppose, I suppose, trying to navigate through that and understand where you're at with that really, you know. Mm. And the, the social type of learner is better learning in a group and then there's the person who works better alone exactly yes i'm sure the social learners must have found it quite difficult from a from a covid and pandemic perspective Um, obviously just integrating and and working with people can be really really helpful and bouncing ideas off them and then obviously the solitary you know them them quite isolated but i suppose once we learn then the most important thing really pj is that you know we can try and learn how to retain the information so we work with students to help develop their learning styles from all ages and all categories but but then we need to you know, work on how do we memorize it and how can we, you know, understand it differently, even if we're not doing an exam or even if we're not in school or college, how do we just pick up the, the day-to-day things, remember what's on the shopping list, yeah. remembering, you know, what's you needed to be doing this afternoon, just constant, constant reminders. So I suppose the, the, the interesting thing we've done from from research is that back in about kind of 1969, which is not majorly that long ago, um, there was an awful lot of research done as to how we can remember and retain information. And like this is really interesting. So we only um, remember 10%, unfortunately, of what we read, which is really, really scary. But we remember 90% of what we say and do. So that practical aspect of generating practical, relatable examples, mm. using movement, using using multi-sensory approaches and creating this kind of out of box, out of the box strategy can help retain the information an awful lot longer, which I think is just fascinating, really, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, to, to see it done and to be, there's a thing in medicine, see one, do yeah. one, teach one. Exactly. Seeing something yeah. done and then doing it with someone standing over you, then doing it on your own and then teaching someone. You're learning at each step of that. Completely. Yeah. And, and we opt a principle at times when we're working students, you know, with a classroom dynamic or or in a lecture setting, we say, what three things do you remember from from today's session? Or, you know, what things, three things do you need to remember? What two things can you teach somebody else? And then what one thing can you, you know, implement? So what one thing will you actually take away with? Oh, I actually would like to do that. Or, you know, that's an actionable step. Mm-hmm. So how do you actually execute what you've learned instead of, you know, building up all the reams and reams and reams of information that we, we like to do as a society, but not actually majorly enforcing them or doing anything with it. You mentioned dyslexia and your own yeah. dyslexia, and we know how common it is, but for those of us who don't have it or have never experienced it, so you and I see the same page of information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is it different the way I take it in 
and the way you take it in the same page of information? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> Listen, that, that's an evolving piece of thread. How long is a piece of string? So from, from my personal standpoint, because it's important to note that maybe everybody with dyslexia can have very, very different strands. Sure. So I can greatly struggle with reading. However, I could be great at my spelling and the student next to me may, you know, have a, a completely different strand, and a completely different maybe just organisation, yet their reading and spelling is great. From from my personal standpoint, I would need to reread and reread and reread information which takes obviously a phenomenal amount of time and a phenomenal amount of energy so generally speaking my spelling would have always been quite good however if I had to read an essay or read an exam question which became very difficult in my educational years I would often need to to read and reread and understand it or somebody read it out to me so I can actually figure out where the keywords are and actually what I need to answer as a question. I see I see so with me I have a page in front of me. I would read that page. It would go in. I would read it a second time to maybe clarify. And in my own auditory sense, I would read it to myself. As in out loud or have some. With you, it's, it's a different process entirely. It would really, PJ, would be, I suppose, about trying to understand, you know, where the the key aspects are. You generally will only be able to intake a a very small fraction of amount of information um, by reading it off a page directly. So that's where I suppose the use of of readers in in school settings and in exam settings have become very, very impactful and very important for students with different ways of learning because they often need to to hear it. They need to look at it at the same time. So Mm. it's about, I suppose, adopting that that multi-sensory approach and and from my organization of Blast of Life, we help work with students to help them understand their different ways of learning, yeah. either from a primary school curriculum basis or helping them with exams or, or adults in the workplace. It's about, I suppose, trying to, to adapt the setting yeah. that they're in and helping them move forward. Is it worth all of us maybe looking to see what kind of learners we are and maybe for small children in school that we would try to see what kind of learners they if we all knew the way we learn the way our children learn if our teachers understood the way their pupils learn everybody might and and accept that little johnny learns in a completely different way to little mary they're both going to be brilliant at the end of the way at the end of it but you need to teach them differently they need to take it in differently we need to accept all these changes flowers are not red and green leaves are not green as the song once said Exactly, yeah, and I suppose it's having more of that flexible education system approach as, as we move forward, and it's great, obviously, there's an awful lot of shifts in the Department of Education. However, you know, there does need to be more of a universal style approach, and what will work for, let's say, a dyslexic or an autistic student will also work for a very mainstream and standard student. So it's a very important to highlight when we work with teachers and lecturers that it's not, you know, trying to bend over backwards always for, for students, which takes maybe an awful lot of time and energy it's saying that if you changed a few things in the classroom, did things differently, presented the information in a slightly different way, not only would that benefit greatly the student with a different way of learning, that will also actually benefit that, let's say, mainstream, you know, traditional student. Okay. All right. Uh, Blossomforlife.com is your business and your company. And uh, good to speak with you, Una. Perfect. Thanks, PJ. And like if people found it useful, we're doing a free booklet at the moment on our website. Um, so it's blossomforlife.com. If you want to go on to our mailing list and put in your details, you'll be able to, to get access to it also through there. Good to speak with you. Thanks, Una. 0818 96 96 96. I live with a visual learner. My, my, my wife is very visual and 
one thing that pops into mind is that when we were trying to do some work in our kitchen a couple of years ago, we were planning for where the island would go and planning for where the units would go and, and all of this. And we literally spend hours with bits of string and bits of timber and whatever we could get to lie down on the floor, lay them on the floor in the shape of where the kitchen might go. Now, I had gotten a drawing from the guy who was designing the kitchen, and I could envisage that in my head, but herself had to see where... It's just different ways of learning. Um, it, it's, it's, it's amazing when you look into it. It really is. Quartz 96 FM Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.